0: to the hot tag hooligans wrestling podcast show with myself aaron and tom and you know what we told everybody when we first started this podcast that we were looking for some of the best young talent that you may not have heard of yet because we want to make sure you start hearing about these people and we found one it's mia friday how's it going good how
1: are
0: y'all awesome where are you at tonight
1: um well tonight at my house chilling just um just finished up a uh, reality of wrestling last night had my title match so I'm chilling today I'm
0: I'm, I'm done I ain't doing nothing I ain't doing nothing today well, let's talk about the title match how did it go uh, I I I, I it it didn't go your way but how was it <laughs> it's it's already more than what I expected
1: and I'm so grateful um I am the youngest person in the history of reality of wrestling to have a title match. And so that was really crazy. It's also like my first like title match ever. So I was just nervous. I put this thing on my story. It was like, it was like a selfie of me, but the caption was like nervous and pooping hashtag first title match. So that's how I felt
0: about it, but it all went good. Awesome. Well, let's start right there. You mentioned it. You're the youngest person to ever have a title shot for reality of wrestling. And for everyone who does not know, perhaps, Reality of Wrestling is down in Texas, uh, run by Booker T. And you are 15 years of age right now. So that is amazing in itself. So congratulations from us to you. But overall, you started when you were 13 years of age, starting to train. When most people are out trying to run around, find their niche and things, Maybe play sports, get on the internet, gossip, whatever, <laughs> but you're out training for pro wrestling. How did you get into pro wrestling? Um.
1: Well, I've always been like, pro wrestling's has like been in my life because of my dad and I just fell in love with it from the moment that he put on the TV and just, I knew from the moment that I was 10 that I wanted to be a pro wrestler. So just whenever we found out that we had a wrestling school, like right in town, like 10 minutes away from where I lived. It's like, why wouldn't I go chase my dream, you know? So it just happened to be like a convenient moment. It was just my opportunity to take it.
2: So 10-year-old Mia Friday, who is she watching? And what are the uh, wrestlers that impressed you the most? So...
1: When I was 10, that was around WrestleMania 32. And before that, I was like, I wasn't like a super mega fan, but I was still like watching Ron SmackDown every week, but I wasn't like totally, totally into it. So I always had, I loved like John Cena, like the whole feud with like John Cena and Ryback, the three stages of hell match. Like that was what like I first, that's what first got me into wrestling. But at WrestleMania 32, that was my first wrestling show. And it was a triple threat match between Sasha, Becky, and Charlotte. And it's crazy that just right as that match was going on, I just knew that that's what I wanted to do. You know, like I wanted to be like these incredible women doing incredible things. And I want to be just like them. So now
0: we're doing it. And it sounds like you have a very supportive family. You know, I think I've said this before. You know, my son is your age. He's 15. And if he came to me right now and said, Dad, I want to be a pro wrestler, or even when he was 13, I probably would have questioned that, like, eh, yeah, well, when you get up older, we'll, we'll, t- we'll think about it. But your parents went ahead and were all for this. Talk to us about that process. Yeah, well, they were actually the ones that found the wrestling school for
1: me. I think my mom just texted me one morning, like, hey, look, there's wrestling in town. I'm going to sign you up if you want me to. And I'm like, yes, please. So, they were kind of the ones that were like, they knew how much I wanted to be a wrestler. So they just like went ahead and like signed me up and everything. But yeah, it's, it's so important to have um, supportive parents. Like whenever you're traveling out to different towns every weekend and you, you can't drive yet and you just need help, like figuring out all these different adult things. because like, It's an adult job, you know, it's not, not something that like normal kids have. So I'm just really
0: grateful that they've always been supportive of me. Hey, you don't have to drive. You can sleep everywhere, you know, to and (laughs) from the shows. That's, that's a bonus. So,
2: so how is that with schooling and everything else, like with your friends and what do they think about your career and the progress that you're making this, this far?
1: Well, most of my classmates, they just don't believe me. So I don't really talk about it at school. I'm, I'm a really quiet person at school. Um, people just think that I do like high school wrestling or they'll think that I'm just like, I I don't know. It's weird. They just don't believe me unless like they actually like follow me on Instagram or if they go search me up and they're like, Oh my gosh, he's doing like the real, like the real stuff, like the wrestling, wrestling stuff. And so yeah, just normally like just at school, I just don't really talk about it. Do you go to a pretty big high school? Uh, No, it's kind of a smaller high school. We have like three always because it's a college credit high school. So we're supposed to graduate with our associate's degree whenever we're finished, which is also super stressful because it's more work and you're enrolled in these college classes while you're trying to wrestle. And so that's also really crazy.
0: Wow. So, you know, that's that's one thing, too. You know, we've had a few people on the show who said that their parents were okay with them, but they had to get their degree first and you're kind of already in a high school where you're already getting your degree. So that's actually really fascinating. Do you find yourself struggling in those classes or are you pretty good, you know, a student?
1: Yeah, kind of like I'm not like the best, but I'm not like the strugglest of the struggling. <laughs> it's um I find a good balance, you know. I I study whenever it's really important, but I don't I'm not a scholar, you know. So I just try my best. I'm I usually keep like some low A's, nothing too crazy, but my parents are always about all A's, so I just try my best and do what I can.
0: Low A's, man. <laughs> if I were to tell my parents I was just going to get some low A's, <laughs> they probably would have threw me a parade through town. <laughs> that's that's awesome, though. I mean, how now, are your teachers aware of what you're doing as well, or are they just kind of mm-hmm. not knowing?
1: Well, right now, no, because like I just started school and like they don't really like we haven't gotten to that point yet. But like last year when I was a freshman, um, my, some, some of the teachers were like aware and then like you know, it was one teacher. One teacher knew and then another person knew. And then suddenly like all the teachers knew and they telling me about it. And the principal walks up to me and he's like, oh, my God, are you a wrestler? And so at some point they all came to um, one of the wrestling shows in town and they're like, oh, my goodness. I didn't know this cause you're so quiet in school. This is unbelievable. <laughs> so yeah.
2: So is that intimidating to you when they, when they all show up to a show or does that just give you more confidence?
1: It's just more confidence, you know, like I'm, I'm happy to just like be able to show off what I can do. You know, I'm just happy to be able to wrestle, you know, it just, nothing really changes. I'm just happy
0: that I get that support. During your early days of training, I can imagine that it would be just a little bit intimidating for yourself to go into uh, somewhere to learn with adults who may not be taking you seriously. Did you find that as part of your training process that people weren't taking you seriously or was everybody kind of open arms?
1: Um,
0: it's, a, it's a little bit of both
1: because there's so many people in this business that have something to say or just try to bring you down despite you're just like a little girl just trying to chase your dream like everybody else you know but um yeah whenever I first joined when I was 13 I was the only girl and I was the youngest person so it was just nothing but grown men whenever I started training and the the cool thing about my school is that um they just train everybody trains the same every everybody's equal we don't have like women's classes and men's classes. No, like we all train together and we all learn to hit the same way. We all learn to bump the same way. And so I was happy to just um,
0: come to a school that was able to just treat me as one of the guys, you know. Did you have a strong athletic background that would help you out in your training? Oh my goodness. Absolutely not. I was so, oh my goodness. I was the fattest
1: little child ever. I never did like any like when I was little I would do like like soccer you know and like all stuff that your parents kind of put you in but I was like awful at all of that so I was like super unathletic when I joined and it was just like so hard for me to get everything down but like it it just I'm a late bloomer you know
0: I I still do everything now but it was just so frustrating at first again so many people we have on the show tell us that they were the worst athlete of all time growing up (laughs) it's amazing (laughs) so as
2: you're as you're developing your training and you're you're working on the moves and all the things that they're teaching you down there, um, are there inspirations that you take from other areas that you enjoy, maybe movies or TV shows or different characters or things like that, or are you kind of uh, just kind of developing as you go with just yourself
1: you're talking about like character wise like where I get yeah. inspiration from my character yeah. it's mm, it, yeah, I'm kind of developing as I go, you know, like the whole gimmick that I'm doing right now, it's just kind of something that I came up with in my head, like out of nowhere. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to debut soon. I need some kind of character. And so it's kind of just developing into whatever it just becomes. It's just natural, you know. So I, the, the cool thing about my gimmicks, I think I can have a lot of freedom with it. So right now I have like the whole like the pink wig and I'm super happy. But like as I can get older, you know, I can start going to like different colors and I can have like a maybe like a less super bubbly and happy demeanor. And I'm just like, it's just, I'm just letting it roam freely, you know. Like I don't I don't want the gimmick to be too strict or too this or that. It's just me a Friday,
0: you know? And you've worked with some great people so far. You've been in the ring with Roxy, you've been in the ring with Maddie Rankowski. Is there how are those talents towards you? I mean, are they very mentoring towards you? Do you find a lot of people who are willing to offer advice to you?
1: Absolutely. I love any chance that I get to work in like any of these girls, because they're all talented and I learn something different from every one of them. And they kind of treat me like a little sister. It's so, I'm just so grateful to be able to like be around them. And they just welcome me in with open arms, especially Roxy. Like, um, She came to do a show one time back when I was like in training, just like doing crew with like my promotion. She came to do a show for my promotion. And like the moment that I met her, I'm like, Hey, I'm like 13. I'm in training. And she was all like, Oh my God, I love you. Here's my number. Let me know if you need anything. And it's just cool because I think she, she's been in the same position that I've been in training at such a young age. And so she just like, took me in and then like, like she's my mentor. And so I'm so grateful to
0: have all these people being so nice to me and as we're filming this she's possibly about to become (laughs) the ring of honor women's champion tonight let's go how does that make you feel
1: oh my goodness I'm so happy for her she texted me last night saying like hey how did your championship match go I'm like oh my goodness don't you got stuff to do too you got your own championship match oh my gosh
0: (laughs) yeah we we had Roxy on the show and You know, and Maddie's been on the show as well. And a lot of the Texas girls have. And there is just such a great pipeline right now uh, of women talent that are just branching completely out. And some of that has to do with the exposure of Reality of Wrestling, uh, you know, that we're talking about and Mission Pro and promotions like that. So when you look at, you know, where your training has been and also taking classes with Daga and Tessa Blanchard as well. I can't wait to see where your future's kind of going.
1: Oh, wait, you broke up. What did you say? I,
0: how how you're training with Daga and Tessa and then working with Reality of Wrestling and, you know, different promotions around Texas area. I can't wait to just see how you're, how you're going to progress in the years to come.
1: Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, getting out to – it was – so the whole, like, getting out to, like, training with different schools, it was just something that, like, I came up with it, but I was, like, so nervous about, like, sharing it with, like, the rest of my, like, my training people that I train with. I'm like, because it's just, you see everybody else, like, doing it, you know, and you're like, I want to do this, but, like, I'm so young and, like, I can't drive, but um, I brought up the idea to um, a few of the people that I train with, like, hey, we can, let's try to, like, branch out in different schools because, like, normally people from our school don't really like go out and train with other schools. So we were the first like at our school to start branching out to different schools and networking and this and that. And so when we got to go to train Dog Pound, Reality of Wrestling, uh, yeah, Tessa, like AAPW, um, it was so cool because um, you get to realize that like there's different styles of wrestling, different flavors of wrestling outside of like what's you've been learning this whole time. And I like how you can go to these different schools and you can like pick what you want and then take that with you. And then that can be part of um, your style, you know? So just going out to all these different schools and being able to take away different things. um, I'm so grateful because I feel like that's what's made me grow so much as a wrestler, getting to look at all the different styles and flavors that are out there.
2: When you look at the uh, landscape of professional wrestling with all of these women killing it everywhere from NXT to WWE main roster to AEW, ROH, all of these places are absolutely killing it. How exciting is that for you to know that the growth of professional wrestling is there to where the women are getting the time and more and more time all the, all the time. It's just getting better for that. How, how does that uh, how exciting is that for you and and what avenues do you see yourself going down
1: it's really awesome because um there's just more opportunity than ever like there's a spot for everybody now and like when when i like, like i said before when i was 10 that was like the moment that i knew i wanted to be a wrestler that was right when the women's revolution was taking off so like i always grew up knowing that women always deserved a spot women could do anything in wrestling in this male dominated sport and so just to see how it's just becoming normal now for um, women to be equal to the men, to have multiple women's matches on a wrestling card. Um, I just, um, really excited for that. And, you know, I don't, I don't know. It just like, people always ask me, like, where do you think you want to go? You know, like, what's next for me a Friday? And I feel like no matter what, there's always going to be some place there because there's so many different. There's so many different directions that like wrestling, re- like wrestling is like branching out. It's so many different things now. And um, it's just cool knowing that uh, you can end up in so
0: many cool different places. Yeah. I mean, the good thing about you is really is your youth. I mean, you have so much time to kind of let this landscape kind of play itself out a little bit. Let's see what happens here, what happens there. In two to three years, who knows what's going to become of reality of wrestling? It could be. Mm-hmm. You know, on more available for more people to watch, it could be on cable television. So same thing with Mission Pro Wrestling could be on cable television for people to watch as well. There's a lot of interesting dynamics that could really, you know, factor in.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Now, you're not just a pro wrestler and you're not just a student, but you're also a musician,
1: yes yes oh my goodness it's so cool it's so like I always get so shy people bring it up it's because like I don't always like I rarely like talk about it unless someone brings it up to me so it's like oh my god you know that I like do that or whatever so yeah um yeah I um just finished my time with School of Rock which was a really incredible thing I got to do where I got to play so many different live shows but now what I'm doing is this cool project with this new band that I have. And so this is, it's, it's, it's something really special to me because I've always dreamed of like performing my own music that I like wrote myself instead of like doing covers. So right now um, we've been rehearsing like nonstop. So it's just like, I go to school then I go to rehearsals and then I go to training. So it's like, I don't have time to come home anymore, but this project that we're doing this whole um, album that we're doing, I think it's really cool. And I'm really
0: happy that I get to drum and curate my own original music. And like, and like you said, you played the drums. How old were you when you first started playing the drums?
1: Um, I think I started maybe when I was maybe 14 or 15. It was during quarantine. It was, uh, yeah, right when like during the, yeah, the original breakout of the pandemic. And I started getting into heavy metal music and rock music. And I would like watch all these concerts And what stood out to me the most was the drums. And I'm like, this is really cool, I gotta do this. So, you know, you just go for it.
0: Who's some of your favorite bands?
1: Uh, uh, Slipknot, Metallica. um, Dang, it's a little bit of everything. Like, I... So you're really really
0: hard rock.
1: Yeah. (laughs) But like at the same time, I'm not because I always listen to like the poppiest music, and I love like, like it. It's, it's hard to explain because I I go for every style. I go for like heavy metal, death metal, classic metal, rock, pop. Like I think my like my top two favorite artists are Slipknot and Nicki Minaj. So if people ask me like who are your favorites, it's hard to narrow it down to a few. You know.
2: That that's that's pretty awesome. Now, are you uh? thinking like when you uh recording your own entrance theme music at some point would that be a a something that you want to do that's what I've been
1: thinking about it you know it's like it's one of those things where it's such a gigantic leap and you have to like really dedicate yourself to those kind of things it's something that I definitely want to do down the road I definitely want to try something like that and also maybe play like live drums in my entrance just different ideas that I have that you know you just keep it in the back of your head it's like ideas you keep for later you know but it's definitely something that I want to do sometime later
0: maybe you can infuse the whole rock into your character as you grow up older too that's you know that's something that could really get behind yeah
1: that's that's a character that I've also been kind of working on but not really talking about you know um so, cause people always bring up whenever you turn heel, you have to go Mia Monday. That's just just what it has to be. So I've been like coming up with the whole Mia Monday character and I want her to just be like the heavy metal rock character that I've always wanted to be with like the super cool entrance. And then I want like some nice, like cool sparkly dark gear. And it's just, those things are just kind of fun to think about that something that could happen in the
0: future. Well, Mia, before we let you go, tell everyone where they can find you on social media. And if you have anything that you want to plug as far as merchandise or anything, here's your shot.
1: Yes. So you can follow me on Instagram. It's Mia Friday. Twitter, it's Mia Friday. I have a Facebook page. I have a YouTube page. And yes, you can message me on any of those platforms about merchandise. I got shirts. I have bracelets. I have 8x10s. And just... Supporting independent wrestlers on social media is so important in this day and age. So I really appreciate the support. Thank you.
0: Yeah. I mean, we've said it a thousand times. If it wasn't for social media, there's so many talents that we wouldn't even know existed. Mm-hmm. And we have totally fallen in love with those talents due to social media and being able to go back and rewatch things of theirs. Right. Yeah. Awesome. For well, everyone else out there, make sure you are taking care of yourselves because you need to go see Mia wrestle real soon (laughs) all right she's killing it so make sure you are doing what you need to be doing make sure everyone out there stands safe head over to pwts make sure y'all pick up some of our merchandise hit the subscribe button pick up a copy of the book independent road to wrestler's journey we're doing major plugs here tonight mia (laughs) okay and by all means again make sure you are staying safe uh for myself and tom we will be back later this week we have a killer lineup I'm still knocking on the wood because we know things happen all the time. We got a killer lineup coming up this week uh, and we thank Mia so much for her time tonight. Thank you, Mia. Thank you. All right. For everyone else out there, we'll see y'all later in a week.